Sounds good. Welcome to Come and See, your podcast for finding truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. With host and founder, Richard Case, and co-host and retreat leader, Kathy Riccone. Join us every weekday at this time to discuss news, spend time in the Word, and receive answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. And now your host, Richard Case. Well, good morning, uh, Kathy. Uh, good morning. Here we are in uh, end of November, and we're having a good time uh, talking about prayer. And uh, yesterday, uh, we had a great discussion where we answered a question about abuse, uh, mm-hmm. really spiritual abuse, because um, it's where I declare. And by the way, God calls it in the in the uh, both Old and New Testament false prophets. Mm-hmm. Is that you're declaring that God said? But um, he didn't really say. Mm-hmm. And because of it, I declare something and God says, well, that's not true. Right. And uh, you need to come against you know, false prophets to, and, and it's really simple as you look at it is, as people are saying things, God said, um, what, how do you approach that? If, if anybody mm-hmm. even says to you, hey, God told me, this for you or God told me this for us, uh, how do you approach it? What's the, what's the approach you take with God? Well, you, you really want to be asking God, did you say, you know, is, is yeah. that what you said? Is that yeah. what your word was? Yeah. yeah. Is, 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 is you say it and it goes all the way from a little bit of a purity about that to, um, you have to go deeper into God processing it with it. Like for example, uh, I think I've shared this story where Linda was working on forgiveness. Uh, and she said, because uh, I asked her, how's it going? Mm-hmm. And she said, oh, it's, it's going great. Um, I have forgiveness. I'm good. Um, I'm settled. I'm, I'm in forgiveness for this person. I'm, I'm really good. And again, I just say to the father, "Did is that true? Mm-hmm. And he says, no, it's not true yet. Um, and so uh, I just said, Linda, are you sure? Yes. Mm-hmm. I said, so you're 100% sure that you have complete forgiveness. Yes, I'm 100% sure. And as soon as she said that, this person calls her on the phone. And she has a big <laughs> a big blow up. And she's really mad. And I just said, well, what do you think now? You how know? sure and are you now? How sure? <laughs> eh, maybe, maybe not. I got I to stay with it. You know. So it can be from the, in the process of confirmation. Not as a judgment. See, it's not a judgment. It's not like what's wrong with you. It's rather, well, God is showing me something that eh, you're not quite mm-hmm. finished yet, or you're not quite there yet, or you haven't finished the fullness of God's will yet. And and you're going to welcome me to speak into that. Uh, mm-hmm. Or uh, it can be where uh, uh, I'm in a business, I'm in an organization, I'm in a ministry, I'm in a place where I think abuse might be going on. Uh, father, is this is this of you? Mm-hmm. And the father kind of confirms with you, eh, not really. Uh, they're they're kind of exercising self centered power that isn't of me. They're declaring it's me, but it isn't. You know, I, here's what I want you to do. Uh, and then you mentioned something last time that I think I'd just like to highlight before we get to this uh, example in Nehemiah of uh, of believing prayer. 
mm-hmm. is uh, when you're in that scenario, there is one thing that's really important for us to process as we go through it. And if you would go to Proverbs 6 um, and read verses 16 through 19. Sure. Just a second. Proverbs 6, you said? Yeah, so it's Proverbs 16 6, 16 to 19. to 19. All right. It says, these six things the Lord hates. Yes, seven are an abomination to him. A proud look, a lying tongue, hands that shed innocent blood, a heart that devises wicked plans, feet that are swift in running to evil, and a false witness who speaks lies, and one who sows discord among brethren. Yeah, uh, so that you could get involved in... Um, a reaction to that, mm-hmm. uh, that, yeah, okay. You see abuse. Mm, this isn't of God. Uh, this is wrong. This isn't right. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you actually plot right. with, with your own pride. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm going to gather others around me to cause division. And God says, I hate, right. I hate division. Don't you sow discord by building mm-hmm. your own little faction to try to come against this abuse. And in fact, sometimes I think we do that without even being as intentional as what you say. Not, I mean, sometimes we do definitely go to, we want to kind of build our group that agrees with us, but sometimes we're really still processing and we go to somebody else and we spew what we're seeing. And even that is actually breeding disunity and discord because a lot of times what happens in that case, let's say, you know, something happens and I come to you and I just, you know, word vomit is what I say, word vomit on you, um, all that's gone on. And then I go back to God and I process with God and God's like, Oh yeah, no, that's not really what's going on. And you know, whatever I may or may not come back and clean up that conversation with you and tell you where God directed. But what I have just done is I have taken and I have planted a seed of doubt in you that is now questioning and bringing some disunity in the body um, towards that person. And you may even come home from work that day and say, you know, oh, Linda, you know, Linda asked you how your day is. Oh, well, you wouldn't believe what so-and-so did. And then guess what? More disunity is sown because a seed is planted and that sort of thing. So we really have to be careful how we use our words and things like that and how we're processing that we've got to be taking this very first to God first to hear what his truth is and then handling this in a way that is the manner that he says so that we are not the ones sowing disunity. And in fact, we look at the weight of John 17 and what God says. It's John 17 or John 16, John 17, when Jesus prays for all believers and he prays for unity and he says, you'll, that they would have unity that the world may see Jesus there is a lot more at stake on our unity than just my opinion and what I think. Yeah, yeah. and that's There's why the world seeing Jesus. Yeah, and so that's why that's why it's it's a it's a it's a gentle process. It's a slow process. It's okay. I'm observing mm-hmm. this abuse. Um, I don't think it's right. Um, I might go home with my spouse and say, you know, here's here's what's happening. Would you join me in praying to God to see what He would say about this? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I'm not in gonna, a healthy way there. <laughs> I'm not going to go back to the, to work and start to cause division. Easily, I could because he, if he's abusive to me, he's probably abusive to lots of people, uh, or she. Mm-hmm. Uh, but um, uh, I'm going to just constantly seek God, and and it, that's why me and my spouse, me and my friend, me and my inner circle, 
it's so important for all of us to say, okay, tell me about it. Let's mm-hmm. go to God together. You stay in peace. Are you in mm-hmm. unforgiveness? Are you are you hard-hearted? Are you prideful? Uh, right. Let's stay there and God will give us an answer and you'll know that you know that you know. Uh, right. And it could be that, yeah, he needs you to go speak truth to it or here's what you need to do. And so the beauty of prayer is that you, you have the God of the universe that mm-hmm. knows the answers about right. everything. And he, and he says, I want you always to do it with honor and respect. I want you to live mm-hmm. in shalom. I want you to live in righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. You don't have to get drawn into the battle. You don't have to get drawn into the mm-hmm. fight. At the same time, I'm asking you not to put up with injustice. He said, I, right. I he said, that's okay. But and let, I have a way to handle this, but, but I have, let me I have, lead it. I have a way to handle it. Uh, so we, I just wanted to throw that in that uh, be careful that we actually don't flip something that's not of God into me not also being of God and starting right. my own disunity. And for the purposes of, I think I'm right and I'm going to go make myself right. Mm-hmm. And God says, no, uh, keep seeking me and I'll walk you through it. Don't worry, I'll get you the mm-hmm. answer. Um, we've talked uh, uh, a couple of times ago about uh, promises and the power to bind and loose and seeing God do things. Uh, I want to go to an example of this. Go to Nehemiah chapter uh, 1. Uh, verses 1 to 11. Uh, now this is, the context here is that uh, Nehemiah was born in captivity. In other words, he was born in Babylonia mm-hmm. after the time of Jeremiah where he spoke to Israel and say, if you repent, uh, you will not be captured and, and uh, destroyed. They didn't repent. They were captured and destroyed by Nebuchadnezzar from Babylonia. And mm-hmm. God's, God said, uh, for those that have a heart to go, you become part of the remnant. And yes, you're going to be carried back to Babylonia, but I'll give you a, a covenant life there and you'll start to enjoy life there. It won't be the same. It'll be different, but it'll still be covenant. And Nehemiah's parents or grandparents were part of that remnant. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he wasn't, he's, he never had been to Israel. He'd been born in, in Babylonia. Uh, he's there. Uh, this is probably... Um, about a hundred years later, 70 to hundred years later. Uh, and he's now working for the king. So that's the context of this little story. So uh, read Nehemiah 1, 1 to 11. Sure. The words of Nehemiah, the son of Hakaliah, it came to pass in the month, in the month of Chislev in the 20th year, as I was in Shushan, the citadel, that Hanani, one of my brethren, came with men from Judah, and I asked them concerning the Jews who had escaped, who had survived the captivity, and concerning Jerusalem. And they said to me, the survivors who are left from the captivity in the province are there in great distress and reproach. The wall of Jerusalem is also broken down, and its gates are burned with fire. So it was when I heard these words that I sat down and wept and mourned for many days, I was fasting and praying before the God of heaven, and I said, I pray, Lord God of heaven, O great and awesome God, you who keep your covenant and mercy with those who love you and observe your commandments, please let your ear be attentive and your eyes open that you may hear the prayer of your servant, which I pray before you now, day and night, for the children of Israel, your servants, and confess the sins of your children of Israel, which we have sinned against you. Both my father's house and I have sinned. 
We have acted very corruptly against you, and we have not kept the commandments, the statutes, nor the ordinances which you commanded your servant Moses. Remember, I pray, the word that you commanded your servant Moses, saying, If you are unfaithful, I will scatter you among the nations. But if you return to me and keep my commandments and do them, though some of you were cast out to the farthest part of the heavens, yet I will gather them from there and bring them to the place which I have chosen as a dwelling place, as a dwelling for my name. Now these are your servants and your people whom you've redeemed by your great power and by your strong hand. O Lord, I pray, please let your ear be attentive to the prayer of your servant and to the prayer of your servants who desire to fear your name. And let your servant prosper this day, I pray, and grant him mercy in the sight of this man. For I was the king's cupbearer. Yep. Um, So um, he is a cupbearer to the king. Uh, so he's in a in a, a, a vaulted position. Um, he because of the cupbearer, the cupbearer would be one who would be tasting food and drinking wine. As you know, if you if you live, then it's okay okay for me to do mm-hmm. it. If you if you don't or get sick or die, then at least I know it was poisoned. You know, and so uh, <laughs> pretty trusted guy. Uh, and because he's always next to the king, mm-hmm. he becomes kind of a a friend confidant right. uh, of sharing, talking, discussing. Uh, the king often would say to the cupbearer, you know, hey, this is going on. Do you have any ideas or thoughts about this? Not not I'm going to rely on what you say, but I can talk to somebody who, um, you know, can give me, you know, some input. So he was a trusted guy. Uh, he's in uh, what they call Susha. The, uh, this would be the winter palace of the king. So he's living in luxury. Okay. Uh, and he's having the finest of everything, the finest rooms, the finest spaces, the finest freedom. He's having a grand life right now, mm-hmm. uh, living in this. And he says, um, I was visited in the, in the month Chislev is December. Mm-hmm. I'm visited in December by my, my brothers from Israel. And they just happened to come over. And uh, Nehemiah says, how's it going? <laughs> And what, what did they say? It's not going well at all. It's not, go, it's not going well. We, uh, and this time, by the way, the temple has been rebuilt mm-hmm. uh, by Zerubbabel and Ezra, but it's empty because nobody's, right. nobody's there to function in it. The, the city is still destroyed and the walls. And there is no wall around it. There's it's no broken walls. Down. And there's, yeah. there, there's not safety. There's not a great place of commerce. Mm-hmm. And he says, you know, we're still in distress from what happened a hundred years mm-hmm. ago back with Nehemiah or with Jeremiah. Right. Uh, and so uh, Nehemiah receives that and prayer is really simple. Mm-hmm. He understood something about prayer. He goes to God and says, what, what do you have to say about this? Mm-hmm. Um, I've now gotten alerted. It struck me that this doesn't seem right to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I know something about scripture and I know what you've spoken. It doesn't seem right to me. What do you have to say about that? Right. Um, and so he, uh, he prays and uh, we'll see here in, in chapter two, but he prays all the way through to April. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the in the Nissan, called the Nissan is the month of April. So he's yeah, going so four from, months of fasting so f- and prayer. Four months of prayer and fasting, and basically, 
he just says, this really strikes my heart. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I sense that there's something here and maybe it's time. And so I'm just going to ask you, what do you have to say about this? Mm-hmm. So he starts praying to God and, and prayer is just dialogue. Mm-hmm. Show me, help me understand this. Uh, what, what do you have to say? Well, during that four months, God says, yep, it's time. Uh, that I'm going to return uh, the nation of Israel back to its its homeland, and I'm going to use you to do it. Mm-hmm. And and you can imagine. By the way, this is why it took four months. It wasn't like what he got to say. I'm going to choose. I'm choosing you to do it. Get ready. Get going. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, it's, huh? <laughs> uh, <laughs> you're you're saying you want me to go do this? Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, do you know I'm the cupbearer to the king? Yes. Right. Um, I can't just get up and go. Right. Well, and there's even sacrifice there that I think sometimes we neglect to see from Nehemiah. Like you said, he was literally living in the lap of luxury right. in this moment. Right. And so then being called to do this, to leave that, and all the fears that were going to come with what he was being called to do, knowing the edicts that had come out against rebuilding that wall that had come from his own king that he's serving, you know, all of these different things and leaving his comfortable life. There was a lot for him to process in those four months with God on the instruction that God was giving him. Right. That's right. A lot of surrender that had to happen. Yeah. So it's a, um, it's a way of, um, of hearing and be, and God began the dialogue. Um, and so he's starting to say, help me understand this. What does this mean? What does this look like? How is that going to work? Um, what is your promise about this? And help me get to the depth of that. And then how does that going to play out, you know, in, in my scenario? Okay, so um, uh, go to two and then we'll start to put this together. Go to chapter two mm-hmm. and read verses uh, uh, one through um, eight. One through eight. Okay. And it came to pass in the month of Nisan, in the 20th year of King Artaxerxes, when wine was before him, that I took the wine and I gave it to the king. Now I had never been sad in his presence before. Therefore the king said to me, Why is your face sad, since you are not sick? This is nothing but sorrow of heart. So I became dreadfully afraid, and I said to the king, May the king live forever. Why should my face not be sad when the city... The place of my father's tombs lies waste and its gates are burned with fire. Then the king said to me, what do you request? So I prayed to the God of heaven. And I said to the king, if it pleases the king and if your servant has found favor in your sight, I ask that you send me to Judah from the city of my father's tombs that I may rebuild it. Then the king said to me, the queen also sitting beside him, how long will your journey be? And when will you return? So it pleased the king to send me, and I set him a time. Furthermore, I said to the king, If it pleases the king, let letters be given to me for the governors of the region beyond the river, that they must permit me to pass through till I come to Judah. And a letter to Asaph, the keeper of the king's forest, that he must give me the timber to make beams for the gates of the citadel, which pertains to the temple, for the city wall, and for the house that I will occupy." And the king granted them to me according to the good hand of my God upon me. Okay. So um, he'd been praying, it says, for four months. Mm-hmm. 
um, and we'll, we'll talk about the promise, but um, he said, today, could mm-hmm. you grant me favor in the sight of the king? Remember in chapter one. Right. Uh, well, look at how it worked. Uh, is that he processed for four months and he's, he's listening to God speak, I'm going to. And he got, he got, uh, he said, I remember what you spoke to Moses. He said, if you, if you, um, uh, disobey and don't follow me, you're going to get scattered. Okay. That's already happened. Jeremiah, that happened in Jeremiah's time. He says, but if you return to me, I'll bring you back and restore you and re and rebuild Mm -hmm. you. Uh, Okay. Now, where did he get that truth? That was God's word. That was God. That was where God's promises that he already knew. From scripture. And, yes. See, that's from Deuteronomy chapter 30. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, he's a student abiding in the word of God. Now, right. up until now, he didn't say, well, I've read that. So God, could you go make it happen? Mm-hmm. But he did. He had abided in this. He had, he had understood it. He did process it. Uh, and then God said, my promise is still valid. Mm-hmm. My statement in Deuteronomy that was written, you know, 500 years before this is still valid today. Mm-hmm. My promise, which comes from scripture, applies to you, Nehemiah, and your people today. Right. Uh, and he received that. So uh, remember what we read in Second Corinthians one: all the promises of God are what? Yes and amen. Yes and amen. See, it's still valid. So God says, "I'm going to speak to you Scripture, mm-hmm. Old Testament, New Testament truths that are sitting there as true, mm-hmm. and I'm going to apply it to you and your personal situation today." Right. And He understood that. Okay, so you're saying that you're going to return us back? Yes. That's a promise. Mm -hmm. Yes. What else do you got to say about it? I'm going to use you to be the leader of that. Mm -hmm. I'm not, I'm not, I can't, I can't do that. I'm the king is going to have to let me go. I can't just go. Matter of fact, I could ask him. He might say no, probably will say no. What do you got to say about that? I'll get you ready. I'll, Mm -hmm. I'm going to take care of that. I'm going to give you favor in the sight of this man. He is going to let you go. He's going to send you. Uh, And so he processed, processed, processed for four months. And then he says, well, when he woke up in that morning, God said, today's the day. Mm. This is it. This is the ask, seek, and knock piece of it. See, this is the knocking. So today, you're telling me today's the day? Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. I'm ready. I'm, I'm, I'm prepared. I got it. I believe it. God grant me favor. Right. This is it. Here we go. You know? And so he goes and, and, uh, he's sad. And the King says, what's wrong? Well, you know, I, I want to take my people and, uh, help my people rebuild their city. And okay. Um, how long are you going to go for this? He said a time. He already knew it. He already knew that was going to be the mm-hmm. question. Um, okay. Uh, by the way, could you give me letters? Because because mm-hmm. it's a it's a long journey. Basically, what they had to do is go up. Think about they went up the Euphrates, 
uh, north of Israel and then south along the coast. You couldn't right. go. You couldn't go across because it was desert. So uh, they followed the trade routes and the uh, the water routes. So this is a long journey, and right. it's dangerous. And by the way, this very king was the one who had actually passed edicts that saying anybody who tried to rebuild the wall in Jerusalem would be put to death. Right. And so he was asking him for permission to go do what he had right. already made an edict about That's that right. was, you know, cause for death. So That's right. Very uh, big deal. Yeah. And then would you give me a safe passage? And if it comes from you, they're going to give me safe passage. So give me that. Hey, by the way, uh, on the way, we're going to pass a forest that you, you own and control. Mm -hmm. Could you give me wood timbers already cut by the way that right. i need and then i have to load them up and drag them uh could you give me that sure so mm -hmm. now how did he get all the information see he processed uh right. uh on uh uh with god well how is that going to work right what am i going to need how is how what, what is it that i should be doing to get ready for this um, if he's going to send me, don't, don't I need safety and don't I need material? And yes, mm -hmm. ask him for it. And mm -hmm. it was already, so it was very, very detailed. It wasn't just, okay, good. God, you're going to, you're going to bring everybody back. Um, I pray that you do let me know when you do, uh, isn't mm -hmm. that nice. I'm going to pray that you fulfill what you just said. Right. And it's no, what do you got to say about this? What's my role in this? What do I need to understand about this? What detail do I got to have in order to fulfill it? And that right. was a four-month process of clarity, clarity, yeah. clarity. Go ahead. And then the process didn't even stop there because I look at, you know, verse four, the king, then the king said to me, what do you request? So I prayed to the God of heaven. And then he answered the king. So he had already processed for four months and gotten several things that God had instructed and stepped out. And then even at that point, he's immediately going to the father. Okay, what answer am I to give him? And he is checking in and checking in and checking in. And yeah. I love that. Yeah. And it wasn't um, when he went and prayed, he doesn't say, oh, excuse me, King, I got to go off in the corner, pray a little bit. I'll come back. Mm -hmm. He's answering him immediately. Basically, he's saying under his breath to God, here we go. Give me the words, God. Uh, <laughs> this is what you said you, you'll do. You've told me to ask these questions. I pray that 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 he'd grant me what you said is going to happen. And he knew what to ask for. Mm -hmm. And he did. So it was very, very mm -hmm. detailed. It was very specific. And um, he took, uh, and this is what we call praying the promises, but it's walking into my part of this, of what do you have to say? How do you want me to process so I understand details, steps? Uh, by the way, this was just the first step. Um, he didn't know all that was going to happen when he got there. He just knew that, well, my first step is to get permission, get resources, get safety, mm -hmm. and the king's going to send me. And then when I go there, I'm going to have to learn, okay, now what? Now what? Now what? It right. wasn't like, well, God, go take care of it. It's God saying, no, yeah. I'm going to exercise my authority through you who believe the promise and you're standing on what is true. Right but you're going to experience it because you're bringing the promise into reality. Um, right. And it's your role. And I role. love, he actually starts, he starts his prayer back in uh, verse five, you know, 
Lord God of heaven, great and awesome God, you who keep your covenant. Right. You know, he starts it with covenant. Right. You know, that that is that I know that God is going to bring restoration. He is he is a God of his promises. We will be blessed to be a blessing. You know, all of these things. He starts from that truth and then goes from there. That's right. It's all based on what he already knows to be true. Um, he, he, he's, he's been living the covenant because he's living a grand life himself. Mm-hmm. But he says, now I see what you're up to in a broader way is for the nation. And you want me to be part of that because of your covenant. And I can trust that covenant. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's a beautiful example of how prayer works. Uh, it wasn't like, okay, good, good luck. God, go take care of it. It's um, I sense something. I'm going to spend time with you four months in prayer and fasting Uh and seeking and understanding and clarity until I have it all clear to me. And then two is today's the day, knock on this particular day, this particular situation, and it's going to be fulfilled. And the promise will begin to be fulfilled by your time with me in prayer. Um, And you're bringing about my promise. So it's it's a beautiful thing Uh of illustrating, uh, praying the promises of all the promises are yes, uh, it's we are to process, receive, we have power um, and we're to experience it by our participation in time with God to understand his promise and then the steps to fulfill his promise, which is going to include me and the authority given to me. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's really a beautiful, beautiful. story. Yep. That's a great example of all of that just summed up in one yeah, place, right? Really, yeah, yeah, it really is beautiful. So I pre, uh, you know, would uh, urge you to go back and look at it in detail, uh, everybody, but uh, recognize that this is the way God functions is don't give God a wish list or say, well, I hope you, mm-hmm. hope you fulfill it. Uh, get engaged with what do you have to say? What's my part in it? What do you want me to understand? What are the steps you want me to take? And I'm going to join you in fulfilling it because God says, I'm going to do the work. You just have Mm -hmm. to walk with me to let me do the work. So it's, it's a beautiful example. And I, if you have questions about how it applies to you, send them in and we'll, we'll take it. We'll take a real live example. We'd love to take a live example and process it if if, if you got one. So be happy happy to send it in. All right. Well, thank you so much for all your wisdom, Rich, and just for pouring out on all of us. I appreciate that so much. And I know our listeners do too. And thank you guys for joining us. Um, Hope you have a blessed day. Again, if you have questions, send them in at questions at afjministry.com. Yep. And we will talk to you soon. Have a great afternoon. See you soon. Yep. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See, your podcast for truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. Send us your questions and comments and tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. Remember, God's will is best and none better. His truth brings peace in this world of chaos.